It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault podcast, a children's mental health podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones. Minneapolis holds a special place in entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where you got to start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting the community up on Target's exciting content series, Beyond Black, now playing on youtube.com slash Target. And on today's episode, we are talking about burnout. Yes, we're talking about burnout. If you want more resources, you can definitely check me out at my website that was just there, www.jegna.org. That's jegna.org. Talking about burnout. Burnout happens. Burnout happens for parents. It happens for young people. Uh, We are slowly getting into the colder weather here in the state of Minnesota. And we know as it gets colder, people's emotions start to shift and start to change. Uh, Also, the holiday season brings additional emotional tasks for us as well. And people can get burnt out around these times. Um, We know that in the mental health world, this is is around the time where we start to see an increase in referrals for young people uh, for various different reasons. One, you know, they've been in school for two months or so or a little bit more, and, you know, teachers and educators and folks are starting to see some of the youth that may need a little bit additional support around their mental and emotional health. But also people are realizing that it's been a long year and as the year winds down that, you know, they have some things that they need to kind of work through. So burnout is real. Our mental and emotional health is something that we have to always keep on the forefront of our well-being, not just our physical health, but also how our mind and our emotions are being impacted. So I want to talk a little bit about burnout. Um, I got a few questions from folks and I would like to invite you all to submit questions as well. But how do you deal with burnout as a parent? And the reason why this is important is because there is a lot of guilt when parents are burnt out. Because as a parent or a caregiver, you're not supposed to stop. You're supposed to always be there and show up for the young people that are in your life. And when you're dealing with a teen, that can be very difficult because a lot of teens are what? They're independent or they rely more on their friends and their social circles. So they don't always lean on their parents. But there are those, but you still want to show up. And there are those times where your young person comes to you and they need your help. And you have, you're busy. You may have other children. You may have a job. You may be going to school. You may be doing a combination of all types of things, running a business. How are you going to also carve out a piece of time to assist with that young person with whatever they need? And, and, and how does that, how does that help? Uh, how do you balance all those demands and how do you help yourself as a parent and caregiver move forward? And then also as a young person, if you're burnt out, what do you do? Because you're not supposed to be burnt out. You're young. You're full of energy and ideas. You're not supposed to be tired of anything. If you're not sick, you need to keep going. You need to go to school. You need to get your work in. But we know that that can be exhausting as well when you have several different demands on you as well. So how do we deal with this thing called burnout? The next thing I want to do as we kind of dive into the topic is define what is burnout. You may have heard about it. You may not have heard about it, but you may have felt it. And there's really two important definitions we talk about burnout for you to understand. 
The first definition that I'm going to share with you is burnout is a state of physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion caused by long-term involvement in emotional uh, demeaning situations. So you're dealing with stuff that is intensely impacting your emotional state, uh, your mental state, and your physical state. So you're getting exhausted over and over and over again. The next definition is this, a state of fatigue or frustration brought about by devotion to a cause, a way of life or relationship that failed to produce the expected reward. I like that definition because that's the one that catches us when we're off guard. That's the one that we don't always consider is how does, you know, our expectations when our expectations are let down and when we are engaging with other people and the things don't work out the way that we want them to work out, how that plays a role in our well-being and how that can lead to burnout, where you're pushing and pushing and pushing to be a parent, to be a partner, to be a friend, uh, to be a mentor. And it's not and it's not working out. And you end up all, all ultimately burning out and getting to a place where you have to reset and move to a different uh, position in order to maintain that relationship or to con uh, connect with the individual to the best of your ability. So burnout is definitely something that shows up in many of our lives at many different points in times. <clears throat> Let me share a few signs of burnout. So you, you have the definitions, but what are the signs of burnout? Well, one of them is having a negative or critical attitude towards work, school, um, uh, a friend, yourself. When you realize that you've been very critical of yourself or you've been very negative, and, it, and it's unusual for you to do that, that's one of the signs of burnout. Uh, also, dreading going places. So, like, dreading going to school, dreading going to work, dreading, you know, dropping your kids off in the morning, uh, dreading talking or seeing particular types of people, that can be a sign of burnout as well. You're trying to avoid particular people, places, and things. Having a lot of low energy, um, you know, not having a lot of interest in things that you normally have interest in can also be a sign of burnout. Having trouble sleeping, which we talked about before on the podcast, when you notice when your sleeping is being disrupted and your eating is being disrupted, something's going on, something's happening. And that's usually a telltale sign for you to check in with yourself or with the professional to see what's happening with your mental and emotional state. Um, being absent a lot is another way of, uh, another sign of burnout. Let's say you're just like, Forgetting to turn in assignments as a young person, you want to skip a lot of school, maybe you're not having family dinner, you want to stay in your room, you don't want to engage with your friends as a young person, as a parent, you don't want to go to practice for your kid, you don't want to make dinner, you don't want to you know, help out with homework, you're just absent, you're just removing yourself again from the things that you normally want to do, that absence is another sign of burnout. Also, irritability, um, you know, being just irritable with things, being irritable with your partner, being irritable with your child, being irritable with yourself. Like, you know, you get up and you go get yourself together in the middle or in the morning. Then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I hate my hair. I just can't never get it together. Like you can just be miserable and just agitated about things all the time. That may be a sign that you're burnt out and that there's just too much that is put up on you. A few more signs of burnout, and then we'll talk about kind of what do we do with this burnout. Um, you may be thinking about just giving up on things. It's another sign of burnout. So you might want to quit, you know, your job. You might want to quit going to school. 
you might want to quit parenting. There are parents who get to this place where they're just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. And if they have another space for their child to go to, they will try to get that child or those children to go there. So let's say we have a home where the two biological parents may not be there. Um, they may say, you're going to go live with your dad or you're going to go live with your mom. Or maybe there's another family member that the person, the young person can go to. And they're like, you're going to go live with grandma because I can't take it. You're just overwhelming me. But really what they're really saying is not only is the child doing things to quote unquote overwhelm them, but they're really burnt out. They, they just have met the end of the road as far as how to support this young person that's in their life. And then another thing is blaming others for your mistakes, which in that last example, um, you can kind of say that happened as well. But just blaming other people for the things that you've done, right? And, you know, it, if I wouldn't be in this situation, if you didn't do X, you know, this wouldn't happen if you wouldn't behave in this type of way. These are common phrases that a lot of young people hear when their parents or caregivers are burnt out. So those are just some things for you to consider and to keep in mind as you are engaging during, not just during this season, but just in general, what's happening, what's going on, and are you burnt out? Now, burnout and stress are like almost like twins, right? Because stress leads to burnout. You can be stressed out and not burnt out, but you cannot be burnt out and not be stressed. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that over time. You can have stress or be stressed and not be burnt out. But you can't be burnt out and not be stressed. So being burnt out is this really significant level of stress or stressors that have played into your life that have gotten you to that kind of space. And again, there's three ways to look at stress. And I'm going to repeat myself here. And we're going to hear this several times on this podcast. We have positive stress, which everyone has. It's like when you spill coffee on your shirt. Um, it doesn't feel, you know, it doesn't feel good, but you, over time, you can switch that shirt out. Uh, you can wash it. You can keep moving forward. And you'll be okay. Then there's tolerable stress. Tolerable stress is more significant. It's like when someone passes away in your family, it doesn't feel good, but over time, your stress level is able to come on down and you'll be okay. Then we have toxic stress. Hopefully none of you ever experienced this, but it is a reality and people do. Toxic stress is strong, frequent, and prolonged stressors. Uh, that usually are associated with things that are very severe, like being homeless or being in a domestic violence relationship or things of that nature. So when it comes to burnout, most people have had several of those stressors appear, whether that's toxic stress, several tolerable stress situations, or in the positive stress, things just keep happening over and over and over again. They build up to a point where people get to the space of actual burnout. So it's important for us to understand that managing our stress is one of the key ways for us to keep burnout um, away from what's happening in our lives and our parenting. What are some other ways? Let's talk about some other tips for us to focus on when it comes to managing burnout. One of the things that's big, and I'm a big proponent of this, is purpose. You always got to keep your purpose or purposes in mind as a parent one of your purposes may be for your young person, your adolescent to, you know, have a healthy development or get good grades or be able to identify themselves in this world where they're not afraid or go to college. Whatever it is, always keep those purposes or that purpose in mind when engaging. 
that's going to keep you focused. It's going to keep you working on something. So when things don't go right, you have a point of reference for why you're doing what you're doing. The next thing is important to do is to analyze your performance as a parent. How am I doing? You know, do I have the relationship that I want to have with my young person? You know, are we able to communicate what's going on? Am I listening to what they're saying? Are they listening to me? Being able to have a healthy evaluation of how your parenting will help with your burnout. A lot of burnout happens as well because people just don't know what's going on. You know, they're trying things and they're not really aware. The awareness level is low, the action level is high, and they get frustrated and they ultimately get burnt out. So being able to do a nice evaluation of what's happening, where your relationship is, is important. The next thing to help with burnout is to give to others. And as a parent, this is important. I, I meet a lot of parents who try to do every and every and anything for their kid. And their young person is capable. You know, they're a teenager. They can do some things for themselves. But you haven't figured out how to delegate those things. You're still taking care of your child like they are six years old or seven years old or three years old. They're, they're not that anymore. You know, they're teenagers. They can do some things. So give them some responsibility. You might have to show them how to do things, but definitely give them some responsibility. That's going to help take the load off of your shoulders and also empower them to have some agency within their own lives. And then the last thing that I would say is outside of managing your stress is find activities that are healthy for you. Um, that looks different for different people. That may be yoga. It may be exercising. It may be reading books. It may be doing art, singing. It could be a lot of things, but find some things that are going to invest back into you. And they don't have to cost money, but it does cost time. And that's your biggest currency when it comes to burnout is time. How are you going to utilize your time? How are you going to invest your time back into your own well-being so that you're in the best possible shape that you can be as a parent? So take a deep breath. If you are burnt out now, this is your signal to take better care of yourself. If you're not burnt out, this is a good resource for you to refer to and to share with other people so that you don't get to the space of burnout. So with that, I want to invite you all to check out Shaletta Makes Me Last, Laugh. Um, and last, because all the content on the podcast will help you keep moving forward, whether you're dealing with burnout or not. That's ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can reach me there, or you can reach me at my own website, www.jegna.org. That's J-E-G-N-A.org for questions, for resources, for help. Always willing to help you, always willing to support. But what's important for you to understand is you have all the tools you need to be the best possible parent. And if things are not going right, it is not your fault. I am Brandon Jones, and I'll see you next time. Peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity Internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. 
Start building your generational wealth with a $15,000 sign-on bonus and a meaningful career with great pay and benefits. Union Pacific Railroad is hiring train crew members in the Twin Cities area. No previous railroad experience is needed. We provide all the essential training, and you can get a free college education while working. Union Pacific connects communities in 23 states, hauling goods Americans rely on every day. Get your career on the right track with Union Pacific and apply today at up.job slash Minnesota. That's up.job slash Minnesota. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town. Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut off sandwich crusts. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. Here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, visit RamseyRecycles.com slash food scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. Attorney General Keith Ellison will always defend my right to make my own health care decisions. Free from government interference. For us. Our sisters. Our daughters. Our families. Re-elect Keith Ellison for Minnesota Attorney General. Learn more at ellison4mn.com. This is an independent expenditure prepared and paid for by Alliance for a Better Minnesota Action Fund. 1600 University Avenue West, St. Paul, Minnesota 55104. It is not coordinated with or approved by any candidate, nor is any candidate responsible for it. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. 
and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.